Look, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't really want to do this. I don't want to be here. Yeah, I don't either. Ugh, let's, let's just get on with it. Hey Siri, play the Besties podcast. Now playing episode 10 of the Besties on Spotify. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Besties. You're here with Tori and Jasmina. Yes, I'm back. Um, <laughs> I was sick, so if I and I'm still am sick, so if that interrupts this episode, I apologize. Um, I'll try my best to keep it out of the recording. Um, Jazz, I'm so proud of you from last week. Thank you. It was really nerve wracking. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you because. You know, you're the one that takes the reins. You kind of, you know, you direct everything. You've got the schedule. You've got the structure. You've got the system, unlike the club. And I was a bit lost without you. I was a bit lost. But I think Hannah and Bronson did a great job. I Yes, I agree because we also were missing Camilla. Um, so I think it's a good preparation because we know there's always some point that that could happen and we're going to have to just work with what we got. And you guys did great, which I feel a lot more comfortable if I'm ever sick or if you're ever sick, we have a really good support network to help us out. Um, I know it is good. We'll do a bit of a catch up because obviously we didn't get to do one last week because obviously I wasn't here. How's your week, week and a bit been? I'd prefer not to really talk about it. To be honest, I'm, I'm really flat. Like, I'm super-duper flat. I don't know what kind of dismal performance that was against the Crows. I don't know what the hell they've dished up against the Saints. I was not concerned last week. I'm concerned this week. On a personal level, it just ruined my week again. Yeah. Honestly, it's a bit like that. And I want to say that the Adelaide game ruined my weekend in Adelaide I don't think it did I think there was so much footy that I was just like oh that never happened put that aside and enjoy the rest of the weekend but sitting there having to experience that it wasn't fun at the end of the game there was two Carlton supporters fighting two and at each other like that's like the supporters are turning on each other and I hate seeing that so I was just like get out as quick as we can and get home yeah um But I'm the same. This week's been an absolute mental draining, gross between uni, between work and, of course, Carlton losing. And I've been sick. It doesn't help at all. It's just been rough. Mm. So I have not been looking forward to recording this episode after Sunday. Um, But here we are and we've got to do it. I want to circle back to Gather Round for a second. And, like, I want to give you massive props because – I'm not even kidding. I would have flown back home after that. There's no way I would have stayed there and watched other games of football. So, like, massive props to you for staying. Unreal by you. But um, I would have jetted out of there so quickly. I somehow managed to sit with some other friends. Like, there was always just spare seats around. So, I think that helped too because it was, like, a distraction. But, yeah, I'm I, to be honest, I'm glad it was, like, the first night and not the second or third. Like, it wasn't in the middle obviously if it was the last game I feel like I could have handled it because I've enjoyed my whole weekend and then it's fly home straight away which actually would have pissed me off because my flight got cancelled Jetstar once again really respecting the besties that would have been ideal Mm, so yeah it was a good weekend other than that there was some good games of footy there was some 
average games of footy. Um, but the Carlton one definitely was the worst of the bunch. But we move on. I agree. We're not talking about that round anymore. we got to focus on the Saints game. So on a personal level, I actually went to the game with Bronson, as I mentioned last week. Um, we did not kill each other. Everyone is alive. Everyone was really respectful. It was actually very fun. Um, happy for Bronson, sad for myself. But, yeah, my dad was wrong and everything was fine. So I just wanted to mention that really quickly. Wandering looked like it was a blast. Um, having a little bit of a mixture in an opposition wanderer is always great. Yeah, I think it might be a permanent thing. Wink, wink, Tori. Wink, wink. We'll wait and see. Let let them have some surprises, please. We'll come back to the Saints game with just us. I think we need to hit it where it hurts and bring in controversial Camilla and get this bit out of the way because I think we all have a bit to say. And what a better time. Like always, Definitely. let's go. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, <laughs> obviously, I had a week off. Please. Um, so, yeah, look, obviously, uh, you know, the weekend was pretty bad. Probably a good thing we've waited 48 hours before we speak about this game. It's kind of, it's, it's hard to oh, put yeah. it, it's 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 hard to put my finger on it. I think um, I'm getting pretty tired of this angry disappointment and just being let down by my football club. And I am getting sick of being able to just know exactly what's going to happen in the worst possible way. Yeah. That was that second half was more predictable than the ending of the Titanic. It was just, you could just see it coming from a mile away. Like three-quarter siren, we're about to go into the fourth. Even though we kicked that first goal, straight away I knew we were going nowhere. Oh, I shouldn't be feeling like that with a whole entire quarter to go. No, it's 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 not good enough. It's hard. I'm seeing a lot of things about we're trying to add layers and, you know, it, it might be just a couple of weeks until we can correct it a little bit. But it's just hard because we've gone through years and years of acknowledging that we were going to go to the football and most likely we were going to watch our team lose. And that was all under the mm-hmm. um, promise that by now we were going to be up towards the top of the ladder, not to be watching a team that's still trying to get their game plan sorted. It's just, it's honestly a joke. It is a joke. Yeah. Our football club is a joke and we deserve all the crap that we get from all opposition fans. We deserve all the crap from the media. I am angrier at that performance than what I was the previous week. I honestly feel that our VFL team is showing more promise than our AFL team. They're actually winning yep. or coming close to it. Yep. And I feel like yep. those boys are putting in the work to try and fight into our team and they're not giving the chance. There's people who aren't performing. Why are we just shuffling around and using the same people that haven't proved themselves time and time again? Like, put the consistent players that are playing well in the VFL in. I want to see Paddy Dow, and that's all I'm saying. I was going to chime in there. I was actually going to say Paddy Dow, Brody Kemp. I still, to, still, to this day, do not understand why he was not selected to play this week. I think he would have been a lot more useful even as a sub. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. 
what are we doing? Where is the selection integrity? Like, I can, like, it's the same guys, and I don't want to be too harsh to someone like Ed Kerno, but we know what he is. We know what Ed Kerno is. Do we know what Jackson Bins is yet? No, we do not. Has Brody Kemp been given an opportunity to show himself yeah. at senior level? No, he hasn't. We just keep using the same old players no. who we know what their ceiling is, and I'm just, I'm f***ing sick of it. It's rinse and repeat. We went through this in 2021. Look, Camilla, we, I, I'm hearing you. It's exhausting. I'm mentally drained. Like I, we all know, I am positive Tory. I am always the one that's pulling the group, like pulling us as a group, besties, our friends, all of us up during the game, and we're doing crap. But it got to a point in that game where I could not do it. There was not one positive yeah. bone in my body, and I was done. I actually just don't know how to feel anymore because I feel like never been one for the honourable losses anyway but I feel like you always have to move on from that game and go to the next and focus on that yeah in that way but even then I'm now nervous for next week and I'm like we're playing west coast and I'm nervous that's bad that's not good I'm going to Perth how do you think I feel like I swear to the heavens above if I go there and we do not win by 60 points or more, that is it for me. I've got no more patience left. No more. Not one ounce of patience left. And if by any slim chance this gets to the boys' ears, by any slim chance, wake the f*** up. Like, seriously, I can't do this anymore. 24 years! 24 years of shit! (laughs) Look, so we've all gotten quite emotional, but let's speak solutions. Now, for me, I think the most frustrating part about what we've seen over the last fortnight is because it's so obvious how it can be fixed. I think we need to start bringing the ball back through the middle a little bit. It's just, I think it's, it's strange to see our guys just as soon as they get the ball in the defensive half, they look to go sideways. They look to go slow. And we've got two Coleman medalists running around in, inside our 50. One who obviously has got some issues at the moment. But the, we just need to get it into them quicker. And I, I don't know whether maybe that might potentially bring the smalls back into play. I don't know. Because that they those three guys, I, I could, I could, I could. I could grab them all <laughs> and shake them and just say, Please be better. It's a long line of issues for this football club because my thinking is they've come in since day one and they were told straight away, we're going to lose, but that's okay because it's all about the lessons we learn and it's all about, you know, building for the future. And I just think they're still in this mindset. There's still not this desire to be a great team. Like we've just watched Collingwood and Essendon play on Anzac Day. Collingwood... They just they know how to win and they want to win. You could have excused them at three quarter time for going into that last quarter and you know just trying, but like you know, Essendon were five goals up. They don't. They don't stop trying, and I just don't know if there's the urgency for these guys. And it needs to start soon because they're no longer twenty one, twenty two anymore. They're twenty six, twenty seven careers that they don't go that much longer. And some of them might be over by the end of the year the way they're going. And on an emotional level, that makes me really sad. Like, that makes me so sad. Like, I like just sitting there and knowing that Patrick Cripps has put in the hard yards for X amount of 
many years. Sam Doherty's put in the hard yards. He's come back from cancer and gone through his two ACLs and yada, 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 all this stuff, and he's come back to play in a team that dishes up this. That makes me mm. sad. That makes me sad. Patrick Cripps is going to be the first ever Brownlow medalist to never play a final. That makes me sad. Yeah, look, I agree. It's definitely – it just makes you flat. Like, I'm still so flat from Sunday. Yeah. It's not even funny. And we need to pull our socks up and get to work because it's actually disgusting and I'm, I'm very much over it. Oh, one thing that I'm a little bit disheartened about as well is – Last year, I used to watch all of Vossi's press conferences, and I, even if we had lost, I felt very reassured by his yeah. messaging. The last this year, particularly, it just feels like that he's for some reason he's shape shifted. He's got longer, sort of blonde hair. He's got glasses now, and his name is now David T. I am concerned. I'm hearing a lot of. I'm actually pretty happy with that half. We won the second half. It's not. I just. I want the ruthless Michael Voss who gets bumped by Scott Burns, gets straight back up, kicks it inside 50. I want that Michael Voss. I don't want the yep. David Teague Michael Voss. So, look, I think it's – we've laid it out on the table. It's it's now – look, it's still early. There's plenty of time to turn it around. I just want to see a bit more passion, you know, some passion. Mm. Passion for the jumper, passion for the club. There are some games in there that I'm looking at now that if you asked me four weeks ago, I'm like, yeah, all right, we could we could get this done. We could get a decent amount of these four points under our belt. Now I'm looking at the next four weeks after West Coast and I'm severely worried. I can't see I, – I just can't see us overrunning or overworking against Brisbane, against Collingwood. It's really worrying me. And we're at pretty much full strength midfield. This is where I am am slightly concerned. Blake Akers plays on a wing, and he still had he had thirty six disposals. And to me, that's screaming out a team that's like you've said, it's got a lack of direction. Like we're not going forward with the ball. Adam Chera was one that I thought was really good. I thought he was pretty yep. direct with his ball use, and was he was happy. able to get inside fifty and kick a goal. He, that's yeah, he what was. we need as well. And it was good. It was great to see him have a good game. But like, it's just it's it's concerning. And you know, when George Hewitt has twenty nine disposals and uh, has thirty meters gained, that's a bit of an alarm. I just look there. It was a step forward, but I just still think it wasn't great. And Patrick Cripps not being able to kick a goal. He has kicked what enough like zero six. Or whatever it is, that is that's that's not good. At this stage of the the year, he was at ten last year. Last year, he was at ten. And you know, it was it was honestly him missing those two goals. And like you said, he probably last year he kicks those two. It just shows that I think they're a little bit fragile at the moment. You've only got to look at number ten and see that there's something going on upstairs. I, what is yeah. wrong with Harry Mackay? Like, he, he's doing all the things well. This would be good. His finishing is just, ugh. I would like to send Harry Mackay for an MRI because there is something going on in his head and it's it's not there. He has no 
thought process it's like he just crumbles like everything he knows goes out the window when he gets that ball lately and we know I am a Harry Mackay stan but I can't do it any longer I am stressed every time he gets the ball I have that panic like I used to have with Levi Casbolt or someone else where I don't know where this ball's going I don't know how he's gonna kick it what happens if he plays on I do not trust it I don't even trust the snap anymore I used to trust Harry Mackay with the snap any day of the week and I don't even trust the snap I know what you're saying. I don't want to make excuses at all, but I genuinely, like, I've thought about it for a really long time because I know that Harry Mackay is very good at his craft. We know he has a beautiful set of hands. We know that he loves Marvel. That's where he usually plays his best football. I truly believe those few weeks at the start of the year where we played him further up ground too much I think he's just kind of lost his touch inside 50 I see him pushing up more often than trying to hang back and I feel like he should be inside 50 almost all of the time as should Charlie be so that they can have that one-on-one contest once you get Charlie or Harry one-on-one they're going to win at 95% of the time I think uh, I do see what you mean. I actually love what Harry does up the field. I think he. That's so a do big I. For us. He's a good like escape kick, and I'm I I honestly think that if we were to speed up our ball use a little bit more, that we could see Harry efficiently work further up the ground. And if we yep. could get it in with some pace to Charlie, I feel like he Charlie is our best one on one player. He can make something out of nothing. And look, I think the year Harry won the Coleman, a lot of his goals, we were seeing them deep, deep inside 50. So I can see what you mean there. It's just if if Harry was to stay more at home, I wouldn't know who's that kick going to down the line that they seem to want to do at the moment because Jack Silvani hasn't been in great marking form this year. And then who else? I actually just want to touch on the inside 50s for a second. We are moving fast out of the back line. It lo- it's looking good. And then all of a sudden they just stop and turn around. Yeah. Why? What is the, like, what is scaring them to kick it inside 50? A couple games ago, they were just booting it in there and hoping for the best anyway. Now they're not even kicking it in there at all. They're not yeah. even trying to attack. They kick it backwards or across and then backwards anyway. I think a lot of the um, inside 50s this week were quite shallow too. I didn't think it, it gave Charlie or Harry much of an opportunity. I feel like, um, when we were playing somewhat direct, we were lucky we got a, a few 50s and a few frees that were, look, they were there, I, I think. But I think other than that, the kicks just aren't giving our forwards the best best opportunity. And can you tell me one time this year where one of our key forwards or forward, for, for that matter, has actually been hit up on a lead? I, I can't even think of one. We don't do it. And I don't think, we, and that's not just this year issue. That's that's a long term issue. I I honestly can't think of a Charlie or Harry, one of those really nice kicks from a midfield hit them straight on the chest. I I can't think of one off the top of my head. Just doesn't happen. Yeah, we do, and we have and uh, could go on for hours. We have some of the worst foot skills in the whole league. It's honestly makes me think why the hell are we trying to play a control game and we can barely hit a target as it is it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I'm not quite sure about there's a lot of things that have happened in the last five or six years um, list management wise coaching staff culture and I just think it's just it's all coming to a head when things get a bit tough because they don't know yeah. how to deal with it. 
And I mean, that's exactly what I've been screaming out top of my lungs for so long. It is so much to do with the mental, so much to do with the mental. And like you said, Camilla, we could go on about it for ages, but unfortunately we can't. With that, I think we put out a tweet this week asking if anyone had anything they wanted us to touch on or if they had any questions for us. So we're going to do this with Camilla before we move on. Um, Some of it we've already answered in our discussions, so I'll pick out a few that we haven't. Bestie Hannah has said, how are you planning on spending your free weekends in September? Got any holidays planned? I actually planned my Europe trip so that I was back for September and now I'm sitting here and I'm like, maybe I should extend? I'm just going to keep it open because uh, Loz will be able to go to finals because Brisbane actually make finals. So I'll be able to go and watch Brisbane play. Hopefully they can make a grand final because that would be good to experience that. But um, no, nah, look, guys, I'm I'm still, you know, I'm still confident we'll be there. Who are your ins and outs? How can we get the winning mentality back? I don't even want to look at ins and outs. That's not my problem. If it was up to me, I'd have them all out except Sam Walsh. So, Well, because we can't do that, I've actually I've given it a little bit of thought. Um, look, I've probably gone a bit much, but I think the certainties to be out, I think, will be Ed Kerno. I don't know whether he did a slight injury or not, but... He was very poor. Um, Josh Honey shouldn't play. I'd like to see him out and Lockie Fogarty in. Um, and I think I would actually like to see Jackson Bins come in for Ed Kerno. Yes. Um, and then I think there's a fair chance that Adam Saad will be available this week. But I still want to see Ching Cotter in the team. I think he mm-hmm. should play another week. I actually was... I thought he was pretty good. He um he had a good couple of moments where you know he sort of left his man and went and got the ball, and it was it was good to see. I thought he showed a fair bit for his first game. Um, I agree. Then, yeah, so he was good. Just knowing the club, I don't think there's going to be a heap of change. Um, I would love to see Zach Fisher get dropped as well, but um, if Carlton want to prove something to the supporter base and show us something, if yeah. you're going to drop anyone and make a statement, it's the game to do it because we're playing West Coast. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. You took it right out of my mouth. I was like, if you want to be risky, if you want to play kids that haven't played a game of AFL yet, if you want to swap people's positions, now. Now is the time. If you want to make those statements and teach some players a lesson of if you're not going to be performing, then... You're not Sorry, this is how it's going to work? Yeah, no, you're not coming to Perth. You can stay home or the rest of us have fun. Um, Camilla... Give me your margin and give me oh, your prediction. Margin, not sure. Prediction, don't care. All right. Thanks, Camilla. We'll talk <laughs> to you next week. <laughs> Have a good night, Cam. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. I know we just spoke about the game for a really long time with Camilla, but there's actually a few things that I need to touch on. I'm very frustrated. It was a horrible game to watch. I don't understand how you're in it for the first, by the way, sorry, before I get into that, we should have been five goals up at halftime. We were all over them, all over them. It's not good enough. You don't see the top teams letting other teams bully them like that when they've had that much of the football. Want to talk about having a lot of the football out of the top 12 
ball getters on game day, we had 10. 10 of them were our blokes and four of them had over 30 disposals. I think I saw somewhere that Carlton had almost 100 more disposals. More disposals. Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. What? What? Explain to me how you lose a game of football like that. I am – when I opened the app to have a look because – I, I swore watching the game that we had control of the footy for a lot of the time. And then to open the app and the app to go, hey, babe, you were completely right. You actually did. You actually really did. I was in I was in shock. I felt sick to my stomach. I am so disappointed. And I know that a lot of the opposition supporters are sitting there and they're like, oh, my God, the Carlton supporters are in meltdown. Yeah, babe, we're in meltdown. Because we have PTSD from the last bloody 10 years. It's been hard. It's been so bad. I've seen three finals. Three finals. And I've seen one final win. Final win. Not even like a grand final. Not a prelim. Oh, God, no. No, no. None of that. Just elimination. An elimination. (laughs) Just one of those. They weren't even supposed to be in. We weren't even supposed to be in there. Mate. Mate. I, I just need I need one of the players to just be listening. Just one. I am pleading with you. I'm willing to do anything. I will give you my house, my car, my new AirPods. I will give you everything that I have. Just give me some finals football, please. I am pleading with you, please. <clears throat> I can't I... do it anymore. I'm still big on the you don't play finals footy or the top eight isn't decided in round six. We know that. But show us something that you're on the right track because at the moment I don't see a thing. If we look back to the Mm. games we won, we haven't won them convincingly either. The Geelong game's the only game I thought we showed something. I do want to give them credit though. That Richmond game was a tactical approach. They just tried to play a slower brand of football to gain control against Richmond because we went in so tall that game. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt with that one. Again, like you said, Geelong game, I actually was quite convinced by that game. I thought if we can show up like this against the reigning premiers and win, that's big because Geelong have come out now recently and they're playing some really good football again. But we did that and then we come – to Giants Stadium and gave that performance, whatever that was. So I just, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I was optimistic, but that's gone. And I know you're going to say it, but the corridor is there. The corridor's there. Use the corridor. Use the corridor. Use the corridor. If any of you are listening, use the corridor, please. If you are down in a last quarter, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing, nothing to lose. Play some risky footy. Kick it through the corridor. Take some risks. Play fast footy. Get it down there. Just watch Watch the last quarter from Collingwood, for God's sakes. My voice is going because I'm that annoyed. <laughs> Kick it through the corridor. My God, it's and not I, that hard. And you know what? People would argue, don't do that. It's risky. You risk losing by more. The percentage we just need the points. We don't need percentage anymore. So I don't understand why they're not 
playing risky football. Obviously, an only team that percentage matters against is Richmond. And, and on the very odd chance, exactly, they're washed. Um, but in saying that, fourth quarters are the time to play risky footy. I understand you don't want to get smashed, but there mm. is more chance of making an impact by risking it all in the last quarter than letting yeah. them step on your throats anyway and still kick away. I was so disheartened by that last quarter. Do you remember that game against Frio? I think it was 2018. We lost by like 92 points. That's what it felt like. And it was one quarter, but that's what it felt like. It gave me that kind of a feeling. It's bad. It wasn't good. And it just, I literally, and I don't even know if it was just because of the week I was having, but the game ended. I sat there staring at the TV for 10 minutes at nothing. Like I turned it off. And then I just started crying. Yeah, me too. We need to put it aside so we can mentally move on. West Coast, we play Saturday night at Optus Stadium. Going into this game, we must come out and whack them. Whack them good. I want to say I don't doubt we will win. I have a small doubt that it's a possibility. But if we are going to win, it can't be a couple goals. It cannot be a couple goals. It needs to be a whacking it needs to be a redemption of the last two games. It needs to be a – everyone's off us. The media's off us. Opposition supporters are off us. Some Carlton supporters are off us. I'm a little bit off us. You're a little bit off us. I'm not impressed. Mm-mm. No one's impressed. I don't even think the players are impressed. I think it is so important that we come out and play our brand of football and that we play convincingly, and that we win convincingly, and we say, hey, sorry about that. was feeling a little bit under the weather, but I'm here to play because we want to finish top four. And in no means are we saying that if we win, beat West Coast, all is forgiven. Oh, no. No, we're far from that. They have a no. lot. They have a lot of work to do before we're even remotely confident in any games moving forward. But... Yeah. If you want to show us that you're at least trying, whack them. I know I yeah. said 10 goals, but I, I would just be happy with like a 40-plus point win. If that's where everyone's kind of getting them at, that's where I want to get them at. I want to level up with all the big teams. I would love it, like love it so much if we were the first team to beat them by 100 points. I would love that. That would be unreal. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like with the way that the game's played these days that it's a little bit unheard of. I agree. We need to be up there with the same level or above, and I would love to be first to beat them by 100. In saying that, we are going to move straight on to tips because it's going to be a long episode otherwise. And quite frankly, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, a bit like that. Um, Let's go Friday night footy. I am actually pumped for this game. St Kilda versus Port Adelaide at Marvel Stadium. Oh, I'm going the Saints. They look, they, I don't know, they just look like they're going to fight every single team. They have got such a good mental just around what they've been able to do. So injury depleted and they've lost one game this whole season. And it was by against Collingwood. Yeah, by a goal. And they could have easily Which, run away with it had they had a couple more minutes. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. And I do agree, but yeah, you. I'm a little bit. 
I'm a little bit on the Port Adelaide train at the moment. You are. You are. And I have this strange feeling that they will get them. I think, I don't know. St Kilda are that team that they are doing so well, but surely there's a point where it stops. Like there is, they, they, it's, it's giving Collingwood 11 in a row by less than a, a goal. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're doing well. They're almost doing too well that I don't believe it. And I love, I love the Saints. I am very hurt, but. I do think Port might get them. How much? It's a great question. I think it'll be a close one. Couple goals maximum. Mm. I might go seven points. Yeah. Port by seven. That's a yeah. That's bad. a heart attack for Bronson. Bronson, I'm not going to give you a heart attack. I'm going to go the Saints, and I'm going to go the Saints by twenty-two. <laughs> Saints by Kayla Marchbank. Love to see it. Woo! Woo! Speaking oh, okay. of, he's not far off. He's not far off, everyone. He's not far off, and he's coming to save the day. So if you can just hold on for a couple more weeks, he's coming to save the day. The next game is Lions versus Fremantle at the Gabba. It's Fremantle. I don't even want to talk about this. It's an easy – it's going to be the Lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the Lions. Um, ooh, Swans Giants at the SCG. I do think it's going to be a little bit of a Papley Toby Green showdown in a way because showdown. that's mm. that's their – that's their points. Um, but, yeah, Swans just can't play against Geelong. I don't know what it is. They just can't do it. It was um, at the Alphabet Stadium. That's why. There's bad juju there. Yeah, but grand final too. It was very, very similar pain. Very similar. I'm sure Swan fans have major PTSD. <laughs> Sorry. Um, swans will win this one. But you yeah, know which one on, they swan. can lose? Our game in a couple of weeks at the SCG. That's yeah. <laughs> um, Western Bulldogs Hawthorne at Marvel. The Hawks, they were doing something the other day. They were doing something. True yeah, against Crum when Crum have been Crum have been really good and the Hawks were like, Hi. I'm get you know, I'm just gonna be a bit cheeky and I'm gonna say Hawks. You can say doggies, I'm gonna say Hawks. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick it safe and I'm gonna say the doggies. Yeah. Um, Melbourne right. North, Melbourne North, Melbourne at the MCG. Oh, what? That's oh, going to be a big crowd. It's going to be so many people there. The MCG imagine, will imagine. be full and the rest of the ground will be empty. We have 95,000 on Anzac Day. One, five days later. What do we reckon? Like 25? Oh, if. lucky. Lucky. I'd be lucky. <laughs> I reckon the D's will win it, though, in front of 11 people. Yeah, same. Um, We'll skip our game. So Essendon, Geelong at the MCG as well. Essendon mm. can be a sneaky chance. but Yeah, but they're mentally weak. But, they're like us. Yes. Yes. If it was how Geelong were the first few weeks, I would say Essendon. Then Essendon. Chance. Yeah. Chance. But how Geelong have performed the past few weeks, mm-hmm. Geelong. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. the Cats too. Um, Richmond Suns at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. I don't think I've ever seen Richmond play at Marvel. <laughs> no, bad. Um, I want to say the Suns because I think, I think Richmond are in a bit of strife. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I, I actually think the Suns have been okay. I don't think they've been horrible. I think they've been okay, and I think they've 
showed a bit of fight each game. And I don't know. I just, I'm not really convinced by Richmond. So I kind of want to go the Suns. Yeah, I agree. Suns, um, Richmond, <laughs> a little bit washed they are. That's rich coming from a Carlton supporter. <laughs> Carlton washed, please. I don't, I'll <laughs> say that. I don't care. We know how it is. Oh, <sighs> I'm off it. Anyways, <clears throat> this is also, I think, going to be a cracker of a game. Adelaide versus Collingwood at Adelaide Oval. I want the now, crumb. Considering Adelaide's recent form, I kind of want to say crumb. I think Collingwood just needs to be humbled again, in I don't my think opinion. We've picked Collingwood once, just quietly, Tori. <laughs> yeah, it's a great point. That's a really <laughs> great point. I I think... Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. No, don't. Yeah, care. we haven't. Uh, we haven't picked Collingwood <coughs> once this whole season, and I'm not about to start now. Go Crom. That's even. That's just as bad. But anyways, we'll go to our game now. We have Soch on this. We did say how much we want it by, so I think it's obvious we both think Carlton, as long as it's forty plus. Yes. Yes. Predictions. Yeah. Oh, you know who loves Optus Stadium? Sam Walsh. You know, he's been in great form since returning. Uh, a much better form than I was ever expecting after so oh, long yeah. out of the game. So, <clears throat> yeah. I Yeah. Well, what's your Sam Walsh prediction then? Come on. Let's see if your magic lalas are as good as mine. Sam Walsh will kick two. Ooh. He will have 41 disposals. <gasps> Tori, that's, that's a big game. We're playing West Coast. <laughs> I know that, but I'm st- okay. Look, maybe Babe. I'm just not confident. As much as I want to be optimistic, Harry Mackay Stan, and say he's going to kick a few. I've said it every week, and he hasn't. So I'm not going to say that. Instead, I think our smalls are going to play the game we've needed them to play. Okay. I don't think we mind Optus Stadium. I really don't. I, I don't. I'm predicting a massive, massive, massive game from Luigi. Huge game. I think Luigi, I think he's due. He's due for a big one. He's due for some big clunks. And he's due just to play some great golden fist football. He's due. And on the other end, Mr. Charlie Kernow is due for a big one, straight sets, no behinds. I reckon he's going to kick five or more straight. He's not going to miss a single goal on oh, the weekend. please, Jesus, let the magic la-las be right. <laughs> <laughs> please. We touched on it really briefly, um, and I did mention it. I will be going to Perth. And I will be at the football and I will be at the open training and I will be wandering at Optus Stadium. From my understanding, I will be at Gate D currently. If anything changes, I'll be sure to pop it up on all socials. So make sure you're following our Instagram and our Twitter. Those two are probably the best to get instant updates from us. Um, Carlton Besties is the at, just in case any of you did not know. It's the same for everything. You can also find us on TikTok for more extended wandering content as well. Plug, 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 plug. Other than that, Tori, do you have any final words? Use the corridor, please. Please.